0: thank you for listening to you can read the Bible today is day 30 we're reading today from Exodus 37 and 38 your hosts today are Dave Moore and Fiona Carter
1: this is the daily reader for day 30 Exodus 37 and 38 our reading today covers the building of the various components that would form the tabernacle the ark of the covenant the table the lampstand and the altar Since this passage contains no narrative except for a record of the construction, I want to help you visualize what they're building. First, a cubit is a unit of measurement that's about one and a half feet long. Tabernacle itself was 30 cubits by 10 cubits, or about 45 feet long by 15 feet wide. It housed the holy place and the holy of holies where the ark of the covenant and the mercy seat would rest. As this place was filled with the presence of the Lord, only the high priest would enter the holy of holies to represent the people before God. In the holy place stood the altar of incense, the table of showbread, and the candlestick, which were to be continually tended by the priests. Surrounding this tabernacle was a courtyard, measuring 150 feet long by seventy-five feet wide. Court was bounded on each side by curtains that were seven and a half feet tall, with an entry point at the east end. This court was the only area that non-priests could enter, and it contained the large altar and the bronze wasp basin. The differences between this design and contemporary temples and shrines couldn't be more striking. First, there is no idol of Yahweh only an ark of remembrance reminds Israel of their covenant with him. Second, this ark is mobile, always in the center of the community, wherever that community goes. When it was time to move, the Lord's glory would lift and every part would be taken down and transported. And third, the ark is surrounded by a shroud and then another shroud. The altar is in the outer court two stations away. The statement couldn't be more clearer. Since the Lord fills the whole earth, He doesn't need any help seeing the offerings that are made to Him, nor does He even need to partake in them. He requires no dwelling place, but has chosen to dwell. He demands sacrifice, but has no need to be fed. The design of this tabernacle is a statement about the nature and character of God Himself. Now, one last time, our verse for this week is Hebrews 11:24 and 25. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. Exodus chapters 37 and 38. Now let's read it.
0: Chapter 37. Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood. Two cubits and a half was its length a cubit and a half its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. And he overlaid it with pure gold, inside and outside, and made a moulding of gold around it. And he cast for it four rings of gold for its four feet, two rings on its one side, and two rings on its other side. And he made poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold, and put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry the ark. And he made a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half was its length, and a cubit and a half its breadth. And he made two cherubim of gold. He made them of hammered work on the two ends of the mercy seat, one cherub on the one end, and one cherub on the other end. Of one piece with the mercy seat, he made the cherubim on its two ends. Cherubim spread out their wings above, overshadowing the mercy seat with their wings, their faces one to another. Toward the mercy seat were the faces of the cherubim. He also made the table of acacia wood two cubits was its length a cubit its breadth and a cubit and a half its height and he overlaid it with pure gold and made a molding of gold around it and he made a rim around it a hand breadth wide and made a molding of gold around the rim he cast for it four rings of gold and fastened the rings to the four corners at its four legs close to the frame were the rings as holders for the poles to carry the table He made the poles of acacia wood to carry the table, and overlaid them with gold, and he made the vessels of pure gold that were to be on the table, its plates and dishes for incense, and its bowls and flagons with which to pour drink offerings. He also made the lampstand of pure gold. He made the lampstand of hammered work. Its base, its stem, its cups, its calyxes, and its flowers were of one piece with it, and there were six branches going out of its side, three branches of the lampstand out of one side of it, and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side of it. Three cups made like almond blossoms, each with calyx and flower on one branch, and three cups made like almond blossoms, each with calyx and flower on the other branch. So for the six branches going out of the lampstand... And on the lampstand itself were four cups made like almond blossoms, with their calyxes and flowers, and a calyx of one piece with it under each pair of the six branches going out of it. Their calyxes and their branches were of one piece with it. The whole of it was a single piece of hammered work of pure gold, and he made its seven lamps and its tongs and its trays of pure gold. He made it and all its utensils out of a talent of pure gold. He made the altar of incense of acacia wood. Its length was a cubit, and its breadth was a cubit. It was square, and two cubits was its height. Its horns were of one piece with it. He overlaid it with pure gold, its top, and around its sides, and its horns. And he made a moulding of gold around it, and made two rings of gold on it, under its moulding, on two opposite sides of it, as holders for the poles with which to carry it. And he made the poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold. He made the holy anointing oil also and the pure fragrant incense blended as by the perfumer chapter 38 he made the altar of burnt offering of acacia wood five cubits was its length and five cubits its breadth it was square and three cubits was its height he made horns for it on its four corners its horns were of one piece with it and he overlaid it with bronze and he made all the utensils of the altar, the pots, the shovels, the basins, the forks, and the firepans. He made all its utensils of bronze. And he made for the altar a grating, a network of bronze, under its ledge, extending halfway down. He cast four rings on the four corners of the bronze grating as holders for the poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. And he put the poles through the rings on the sides of the altar to carry it with them he made it hollow with boards he made the basin of bronze and its stand of bronze from the mirrors of the ministering women who ministered in the entrance of the tent of meeting and he made the court for the south side the hangings of the court were of fine twined linen a hundred cubits their 20 pillars and their 20 bases were of bronze but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver and for the north side There were hangings of a hundred cubits, their twenty pillars, their twenty bases were of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. And for the west side were hangings of fifty cubits, their ten pillars and their ten bases, the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. And for the front to the east, Fifty cubits. The hangings for one side of the gate were fifteen cubits, and there three pillars and three bases. And so for the other side. On both sides of the gate of the court were hangings of fifteen cubits, with their three pillars and their three bases. All the hangings around the court were of fine twined linen, and the bases for the pillars were of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. The overlaying of their capitals. Was also of silver, and all the pillars of the court were filleted with silver. And the screen for the gate of the court was embroidered with needlework in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen. It was twenty cubits long and five cubits high in its breadth, corresponding to the hangings of the court, and their pillars were four in number, their four bases were of bronze, their hooks of silver and the overlaying of their capitals and their fillets of silver. And all the pegs for the tabernacle and for the court all around were of bronze. These are the records of the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony, as they were recorded at the commandment of Moses the responsibility of the Levites, under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord commanded Moses. And with him was Aholiab, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver, and designer, and embroiderer, in blue and purple, and scarlet yarns, and fine twined linen. All the gold that was used for the work in all the construction of the sanctuary, the gold from the offering was 29 talents and 730 shekels by the shekel of the sanctuary. The silver from those of the congregation who were recorded was a 100 talents and 1,775 shekels by the shekel of the sanctuary, a becca a head, that is half a shekel by the shekel of the sanctuary. For everyone who was listed in the records from 20 years old and upward, for six hundred and three thousand five hundred and fifty men the hundred talents of silver were for casting the bases of the sanctuary and the bases of the veil a hundred bases for the hundred talents a talent a base and of the one thousand seven hundred and seventy five shekels he made hooks for the pillars and overlaid their capitals and made fillets for them The bronze that was offered was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. With it he made the bases for the entrance of the tent of meeting, the bronze altar and the bronze grating for it, and all the utensils of the altar, the bases around the court and the bases of the gate of the court, all the pegs of the tabernacle and all the pegs around the court. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.